you ever wished you could just grab coffee with a top leader in your direct sales company and pick her brain about all the things? Well, you're in luck. My name is Tiffany Spees. Welcome to Directly Different, the podcast where I have conversations with top direct sales leaders and ask them to share what they're doing differently to help them achieve success in their businesses. Direct sales doesn't have to feel spammy or gross. You can absolutely find success in your business by doing things a different way. I want you to feel empowered and inspired to be, well, different. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Directly Different. I should not say another episode of Directly Different because this is the 50th episode. Can you believe it? So exciting. If I had some confetti, I would throw it, but I don't, and I don't want to clean it up. So (laughs) imagine confetti in your pretty little head. Okay, so thank you so much for coming along these last 50 episodes this podcast would not exist without you. And so I am so grateful. Whether you have listened to one episode or all of them, I am so appreciative of your support. And I absolutely love putting this podcast together. It brings me a lot of purpose, a lot of joy. I know I've said that before, but it truly does. And I cannot wait to see how this grows in the next year or 10 years or whatever the Lord has for it, but thank you so much for listening and for supporting the podcast by sharing it and by cheering me on. I appreciate you more than you even know. So 50 down, 5,000 more to go. (laughs) At least I hope so. (laughs) So thank you again for listening in and being so supportive of Directly Different. I have an incredible guest to share with you today to celebrate 50 episodes, and that is Alexis Greco. Alexis helps female entrepreneurs establish simple systems called rhythms in their lives in order to create successful businesses and thriving homes. I know for me as a work-from-home mom, I often think to myself, I cannot possibly get everything done in a day that I need to get done in a day. Have you ever thought that too? Alexis really specializes in the area of rhythms, not routines, not schedules, but rhythms to help us find peace and harmony in the everyday tasks instead of stress and overwhelm. I truly need this as much as you do, so I was very thankful to sit down and chat with her about what she does and how she helps female entrepreneurs, and I know that you will come away encouraged and you'll be able to take action steps even today to help you find a better rhythm in your home and in your business. I would love for you to share your thoughts on this episode in our Facebook group, The Directly Different Collaborative, or over on Instagram at Directly Different Podcast. Without further ado, here is Alexis Greco from The Rhythmic Home. Hi, Alexis. Thank you so much for being a guest on Directly Different. I'm so excited to chat with you. How are you doing today? Thank you, Tiffany. I'm excited to be here. I'm doing really, really well. Honored to have this conversation together. Yay. All right. Let's get started. So tell us a little bit about you and your family. 
Yes. So uh, my name is Alexis Greco. I live in Southeastern North Carolina. So I have the ocean a couple miles to my left and the river a couple blocks to my right. Um, grew up here all my life. I am married to the love of my life for 11 years and he is in the army. So I'm an army wife and we have four little ones. They are ages seven, five, four, and two, and we homeschool and we are very involved with our church. Um, yeah, that's a little bit about me. Just a little bit. Just a <laughs> little bit. Like a lot. That seems like a lot. Well, thank you for your service. First of all, I appreciate you and your family and serving our country and wow, four kids. Those are my kids. Those are about my kids ages too. I have eight, six and four. Okay. Yeah. You're like right above me. Yeah. So you have the two too. So that's, it's a lot yes. <laughs> for sure. Yes. So kudos to you and then homeschooling on top of it. So you are a busy, busy lady. So let's talk about how you got started in the direct sales industry. Okay. So I was the ripe old age of 18 when I got started and I remember it like it was yesterday. My mom had been in the company since I was little. So she went to school to become a doctor and what she did this on the side. So she would go clean houses before doing this. She would bring me along in her playpen. I would play while she cleaned and she decided instead of cleaning homes, she would start cleaning faces. And so she started selling skincare and makeup. And so I grew up with it. I always joke. If you look at my pictures online, I'm actually like 55. I'm not, but I joke because I've been using anti-aging since I must've been eight or nine anti-aging skincare. And so I started when I was 18 because what does a good daughter do when her mom has a big goal? She joins her mom's team when she's old enough to do so. Um, and gosh, I remember sitting <laughs> at my very first meeting that I went to, I was in a foul mood. I thought I knew everything there was to know about the world at 18, um, had my arms crossed and thought it was the stupidest thing ever. And little did I know I would be in it for now 15 years. So you have been in direct sales since you were 18. That is amazing. And you know, you've practiced this awesome anti-aging skincare routine and you do, you have fabulous skin. You look very young. So thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. You are a testament to why we should start as young as possible on yes. anti-aging skincare. Yeah. So while you were in direct sales, how did you balance having a family being in the military? How did you balance all of that? Uh, and with your direct sales business, it was always something that has come naturally to me doing a lot at once, even from a very young age. Um, I remember being in high school and I put together, it was a benefit concert for our church. Hundreds of people came, we raised thousands of dollars. And I just thought this was something that every 16, 17 year old does. And as I became adult, I realized, no, these are gifts that the Lord has given you. And so that doesn't mean it's always been easy, but I just have an innate sense in me on how to do things more efficiently. My mind thinks in systems. Um, I think, how can we do this with more personal touch, but with less time? And so I saw that grow into my direct sales business, whether it was automating things or delegating things. And it has just carried with me from a very young age into being married and four babies in five years and homeschooling it's just carried with me through all of that. Mm -hmm. And you've needed, you've needed it every step of the I way. Have. <laughs> I have, I <laughs> have. And it is true that, that the Lord does give us certain gifts 
I do not have the gift that you do, <laughs> but okay. I have other gifts, you know, yeah. and we each have gifts that we, especially now that we have been around the block a few years, you know, and we are able to kind of discover those as we age. And I think that's, that's so fun about, I mean, aging isn't fun, but it's not that we're that old, but <laughs> aging yeah. isn't, isn't that much fun. It's not fun to look forward to, but it is fun to discover a little bit more of who we are and who we were created to be. And like you said, you discovered that at a young age, but sometimes it takes a while for people to like, right. oh, wow, I'm really good at something at such and such. And I love doing that. And I'm so passionate about it. So you, while you were in your direct sales business and working your direct sales business, you started a, another business on the side, or now it's, now it's more of your full-time gig right. and it is called the rhythmic home. Correct. Yeah, that's correct. Yes. yes. So, so tell us about what you do with the rhythmic home. Yeah, I am a home and business strategist. And what that means is I come alongside female entrepreneurs and I support them in their home and in their business and finding strategies that can support them in becoming more efficient so that their lives reflect what's important to them, their priorities and their values. And for a long time before I started this business, I almost operated in, I can be more efficient so that I can do more. And I'm learning now it's not all about that. Sometimes we can increase our efficiency, whether we're automating or delegating or whatever that looks like in our home and our business. So we have moments when we can just breathe or so we can have moments where we can sit on the couch with our husband at night and not be thinking, I need to send that text. I need to get that email out. I need to get that promotion ready. So we can really live out what's important to us. So it's not about doing more. It's about doing more of what matters to us. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. I love that. Also rhythm is a really hard word to write. To spell. <laughs> <laughs> I consider myself a, a, a pretty good speller. I had got first place in the spelling bee in sixth grade. I'll have, you know, very but, nice, <laughs> but no, I <laughs> no spelling is something that, you know, I don't know. I don't have a hard time with spelling, but rhythm that every time I wrote it out, when I was typing questions for you, it would have to autocorrect almost every time or would try to change it to something else. I'm like, why is this so hard for me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so funny. Autocorrect is great to spell rhythm. And even though maybe we don't know in what order the T or the H or the Y goes, we know I think I could use more of that in my life. <laughs> yeah. I think I could use some more rhythm. Yes. Because I was misspelling it so much. I'm like, okay, this means I don't have enough rhythm in my life. because I'm not, <laughs> I'm not able it, autocorrect funny. is not spelling it correctly. Cause I'm not, I don't write it enough. <laughs> so, That's funny. so yeah, it was a reflection of, of my life for sure. <laughs> All right. So you are, you are passionate about rhythms you know, even though it's a hard one to spell, it is a good word to describe what you do. So can you tell us the difference between rhythms and routines and schedules? Cause people think like, oh, well, I have a routine or I have a schedule, but you say that you have a rhythm to your home and right. your business. So would you tell us the difference between the two? Sure. I think sometimes when we think schedules, it can feel very black and white. It can feel very rigid. And if I don't do this by this time, I'm now behind. And then we find ourselves in this spiral of, well, I'm behind on this and now I'm late on this. And it just turns into this pile of a day that we don't really want to relive. We just want to start over. But a rhythm is, again, something, it is a cadence that reflects, again, what's important to you. So maybe you have a rhythm of, for example, in our home, my kids wake up at seven, breakfast is at eight. 
Ideally, we start school or breakfast is over by eight. And ideally, we start school by nine. But it doesn't always look like that. Honestly, most days it doesn't. And so our rhythm is that we have a cadence to the way we do our morning. It's almost like it's a breathing in and a breathing out of the way we do it. And if we get a little bit behind, that's okay. Because what I teach my clients is to have margin. So to have more white space in your day, instead of trying to fill it every 30 minutes, every hour, top to bottom, create some more margin, some more breathing room, especially if you are a mom and you're running a business, you need that time to breathe in your day. So it just creates this flow, this rhythm in your day versus this strict, rigid schedule. Mm -hmm. I love that because we are taught, you know, by Pinterest or people on Instagram, like, oh, the schedule, 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 schedule your day. And it works for some people, Mm -hmm. uh, but for other people, it does not. And like you said, you can get so discouraged if you just, if you can't stick to that schedule and it can get so overwhelming. So your passion has been rhythms and figuring out what works well for, for your family, for your business, for homeschooling, for all of that. And you have mentioned that you have been a rhythmic person since you were a young girl. And I think that's such a wonderful gift. And I love that you're sharing that with others. You're not keeping it to yourself, which is so wonderful. So what is a typical, you said, you know, you eat, get up at seven, eat breakfast by eight, start school by nine. So what's another, what's another rhythm in your home, maybe like, um, at the end of the day or bedtime, or what's another rhythm in your home that you guys have experienced? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to share one of my very favorite rhythms that I do at the end of the day. But before I do, I just want to paint and share a picture. Um, For those who have been in direct sales or network marketing, or you've gone to conferences, it is so easy to sit in the audience and see the people who are quote ahead of you and to think, what are they doing? What is her schedule? What does that look like? And I would not be the woman I am without 15 years of those conferences. I love them. I love them. But so many times I would come home and either someone wouldn't share their schedule or they would, and I would try and implement it and it wouldn't work for me. And I thought, well, if that's what she's doing to be successful and I can't do it, then I can't be successful. So I just want to share that what I'll share with you about my end of the day rhythm, it may work for you and it may not. But what I teach my clients is my rhythms are not yours and yours are not mine, but we can take the loose structure of it. We can take the cadence of it and you can create one that works for you. So one of my favorite, favorite things to do at the end of the day is what I call putting your home to bed. And The way that I process through this is, let's say I cleaned up my kitchen, you know, I'm done getting ready to go to bed. I'm always asking myself, what am I doing here next? Well, the next thing after bedtime is breakfast. So the way I put my home to bed is I think through what am I doing here next in each area of my home that I'm quote, closing down for the night. So after I finish the dishes, wipe the kitchen counters off, I'm looking at it right now as we talk, I put my kids' water cups out and a napkin and a plate, depending on what we're having for breakfast. The way I set my couch up is so it's welcoming in the morning. I'll put a candle out with a lighter beside it because in the morning, I want to start a candle. 
So I'm putting my home to bed, quote, if you will, in the way that I want it to be when I wake up. It's kind of like when you, I know the, one of the last things, especially in the winter, we're getting into the winter. I know in North Carolina, it's still a ways off, but, um, yes. and I guess maybe not winter, but we're starting to get into the fall. We're finally having some cooler weather here in Michigan. And one of the last things that I do before I go to bed is I take my slippers off mm-hmm. by my bed. And so that way in the morning I can get out of bed and put my slippers on first thing. So I guess that's kind of the same idea, right? It is. It is. And it's so funny because rhythms, they are these individually things or tasks that you do that are seemingly insignificant. But what happens is when you weave them together, a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and you weave it together, it then becomes the support system for your day. Mm -hmm. So it allows you to walk out what's important to you and your priorities and your values. And what's important for you, Tiffany, is to have your cozy slippers on in the morning that can affect the way you feel and the way that you think, and therefore the way that you greet your kids and your husband in the morning. So it's, it could be, okay, she puts her slippers out, but really that is a very small, but vital part to your morning. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I love that. And I always have, I have tried very hard to always think to myself, this is almost the same idea too, I think is do something that your future self will be thankful for. And so I do try to think ahead too. And I think that's kind of the same concept too. And I, when I do adhere to that inner voice, (laughs) I'm always like, yay, (laughs) good job. Makes you feel good. Yes, it does. It does. And when you start off your day where you have the kids breakfast stuff all that way in the morning, if they get up later, if they're grumpy or if you're grumpy or, uh, you know, then you already have something done and ready. So that way you don't have to think about that step of getting the breakfast stuff out. And so it probably just helps everything go smoother. I'm sure it does. It does. And you can, and you know, if someone's listening and they're like, well, I don't have kids or I live alone again, my rhythm is not yours. So just start to pay attention to where am I finding little challenges in my day? So the whole water cup thing started for me because I would wake up. And if I woke up late, or after my kids, even five minutes, they've drank all their water from the night before. So they're saying, mommy, I want some water. Mommy, can I have some water? Well, when you multiply that by four, it gets a little (laughs) intense first thing in the morning. And so I thought I need to start putting water cups out. So that became a rhythm. So just start to pay attention to where are these little areas I'm feeling friction. It doesn't even have to be a huge thing or I'm feeling tension. And you can think, well, how could I create rhythm around this? So that friction, so that tension dissolves. Hmm. I love that. So I know that you talk to so many moms, so many business owners, and you talk to them about these challenges that they face and you try to troubleshoot them with them. So what are some of the biggest struggles that you find in talking to these women, especially stay at home moms, work at home moms, What are the biggest struggles that they have finding rhythms in their, in their life? I would honestly say one of the top, probably two or three would be the struggle of being okay with having help Mm. with delegating things. Um, it is so easy to have the thought, well, I can do it better myself, or I don't have the money for that. It's going to slow me down to take time to show someone how to do it. So I might as well just do it myself. And In reality, it is one of the most powerful tools you can use. 
It is almost like the secret sauce that you wish that you had. And even if it is one to two hours a week of delegation of someone helping you, it can make a world of a difference. I know for me, when everything's happening and I'm like, I don't know how to get on top of this, I get overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and very anxious. So I'm sure that you hear that from a lot of people too, that that's other struggles that they, that they encounter. Do you hear that a lot? Yes. So overwhelm. I feel like I'm burning the candle at both ends. I feel like I'm on a hamster wheel that I can't get off. And sometimes it just feels like, you know what? I just got to keep pushing. I got to keep pushing until I reach X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. until I reach the end of this month, until I reach the end of this semester, until I reach the end of this goal. And in reality, it really, it doesn't have to be like that. Now that doesn't mean there's not going to be times in your life when you are pushing, but the more help that you can bring alongside you, the more that you will have peace amidst that season in your life in doing that. And, you know, as an example, I'm a mom, I have four small kids the amount of time that it takes me to unload my dishwasher and put the dishes away is probably double, if not three times, as long as it does for someone else to come in and to help me with that. So you really are utilizing your time better. And like you said, you know, that feeling when you're over, you're um, unloading the dishwasher, the kids are wah, 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 like they need something. So then you get frustrated. Then someone drops a cup of water and it just turns into this thing. Like we all have those scenarios in our life. So again, what if we looked at that area of tension and just said, how can I relieve some of this? What if you had a college girl come over for two hours a week, an hour on Monday and an hour on Thursdays, and she unloaded your dishwasher She got your dinner ready. She set the table and maybe she folded the laundry. It is amazing how much someone can do when it is their only task. Mm. They're not running your business. They're not planning date night. They're not watching the kids. They are coming in to do the list that you gave them and that alone. Yes. And I, I, my husband, he's wonderful. He's very helpful around the house and everything, but I, I do tell him that sometimes because he's very good and it's just his personality too, but he's very good. He has a list of tasks and he just check, 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 like moves down the list at super speed. And right. I always tell him like, that's because that's all that you're concentrating on. And so that's it's what you exactly just said. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm grateful for his help, but sometimes I'm like, oh, that's just not fair that his brain's not going in every direction like mine is, which I mean, that's <laughs> not his fault, but <laughs> And I don't think you're alone in that, Tiffany, our husbands, not all, but most are very good at that. Mm -hmm. They are focusing on what's in front of them. And that is a great skill that they have. They don't have the skill that we do to watch the kids and unload the dishwasher and change a diaper with our left hand at the same time. Right. (laughs) And that's okay. That's why we compliment each other, but it is amazing what it can feel like, how that load can be lifted when you just get just a little bit of help. Mm Mm-hmm. So true. So true. So when people start, when you have clients that start incorporating these rhythms into their lives and incorporating these principles, what results do you typically see? What do you see happen? I just had a client share with me just a couple of weeks back. So she has been getting help. So she's delegating some things. She has started automating things for her business, whether that is social media or text messages or emails going out. And she has started to see an increase in her sales just recently, but she has been with me since, um, my gosh, maybe six or seven months now. And when she first started, 
her, she's in a direct sales business, not the same one as me. Her sales were around 2000 one month and two months later, she crossed $8,000 in one month of sales. This is all on her. She did this, but she put these rhythms into place. And the easiest way that I know how to explain it is, you know, when you you wake up and your morning goes sideways, it's just, it's going sideways and that carries into your work or you have a challenging day with your business. The recruit who said they were going to sign, they ghosted you or the party didn't show up or whatever that looks like that carries into your home because what I teach is you're the common denominator, right? You Mm -hmm. run a business and you're running your home and everything in between. But when you start to have rhythm, when you start to have more breathing room in your life, when you start to have more white space, it's like this breath and you actually start reflecting what's important to you. And let's just be honest. It makes you a happier person, Mm. right? And happy people attract other happy people. And so she started selling more and she started having flow in her parties. So that doesn't happen to everyone, but that is happening to people when you start to put rhythm in is they start to see their business grow and they start to see more peace in their home. Mm -hmm. I love that because I know that I, I'm recharged when I have that mental white space, when I'm able to like yes. be by myself first, just sit on the couch and do nothing for a little bit. And so I, I can appreciate that for sure, that that's what happens when you, when you're putting these and you're, you're not sitting there like, oh, I have so much to do. So I'll just do nothing. Cause I've done that before. Right. <laughs> oh yes. Yes. Done that too. Like, I don't know what to do. So I just won't do anything right now. And <laughs> we're all guilty of that. Right. Yes. But to yeah. be able to sit on, sit and have that white space and know that you don't have that pressure of, you know, the rigidity of a schedule pressing on you and you're just, you're too overwhelmed to do anything. Whereas you're just, you're peaceful and you, you know that, okay, I don't need to do my next rhythm yet. I can wait for a little bit and start that later. Cause things are taken care of. You've, you've put it into a flow, you've put it into a rhythm and they're going. So what are your top tips for somebody listening? And they're thinking, okay, I need rhythms in my life yesterday. (laughs) Yes. What are some tips that you have for them to get something that they can get started with? I mean, even right after they get off of this, right after they stop listening to this podcast, what is something they can start doing? So this is almost my first tip that I give almost all of the time. And you can do this as you're listening, as long as you're not driving right now, but that is to do what I call a brain dump. And if you've done that before, stick with me because I have a different aspect that I walk my clients through, but a brain dump is imagine taking the contents of your purse and you just empty it all out onto your kitchen counter. You're going to do the same thing with your mind. So you are going to write down everything in your mind, personal, professional, and in between. So you get everything out on paper, the to-dos, the tasks, the honey-do list, the reminders, the birthday gifts to buy, the Christmas dinner to plan for. And then this is what makes it a game changer is you take what I call a mental walk. So you can almost close your eyes and you mentally walk the interior perimeter of your home. If you work in an office, you could do this in your office as well. And you just mentally walk the inside of that space and you start writing down everything that comes up. You're not taking care of it at that moment, but you're writing it down. So for me, I like to start in my master bath and routinely I'm thinking we need more razor heads. 
So I'm not going to Amazon subscribe and save and ordering them now. I'm just writing down razor heads. And then I'm mentally walking around into my master bedroom where I sit down and do my makeup and I need to wash my makeup brushes. So I write wash makeup brushes. And then it just annoys me that we don't have matching pillowcases. So I write down pillowcases. I mean, everything, because what happens is we can write down a brain dump or a to-do list and we write down the important things, right? Follow up with that customer, get this at the grocery store, get this birthday gift. I can probably guarantee that there are 72,000 other things in your mind in between all of those things. So what you're able to do is get all of that mental weight out on paper. Then you can look at that and you can categorize it. So you can say, this is home stuff. This is business stuff. These are things for church. These are things with my family. And then you can start to prioritize it. What do I need to do first in each of these areas? So now you're actually moving the needle in your home. You're moving the needle in your business because you're focusing on what's important first and everything is in one place. So you can make a plan of what you actually need to do next. That is probably one of my top tips is a brain dump and a mental walk. Okay. I love that. Do you recommend, do actually, I should say, do you personally do this? Is this like a once a week thing that you do? Or how often do you do this brain dump, this big brain dump? on a regular basis, once a week. However, when things get a little bit crazy for me, so as we're recording this, my husband has been gone for months. I'm solo parenting. So there are a Tuesday afternoon when I'm like, Oh boy, (laughs) you know, things are getting a little hairy and I may have just done it two days ago. I sit down and I do it again. So when you start to feel that overwhelm, because what are we thinking? I have all these things to do. I don't have enough time. Month end is coming. How am I going to do this? I just get it all out on paper. It takes the emotion out of it and black and white. You can see, all right, I have two hours with childcare today. What can I do? And it makes it so easy to see it on paper and decide, okay, that's what I'm going to do. And I know that's the most important thing for my business today. Mm, I love that. It's almost like a reset button. Yep. When you don't know what else to do. Just start with that. Because like you said, yep. I do that all the time where I'm like, I have so much to do. And then I can't think of anything at that moment. And then you freeze. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. That's really powerful. And something that anybody can do. Like you said, even as they're listening, they can start writing things down. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then take actions on any of those things today. Right now. Yep. Yes. I love that. Well, this has been so wonderful and I'm so excited to Honestly, I'm going to, when I get off, I think I am going to try that Yay, <laughs> gonna do okay, awesome. a brain dump of my house and take a mental walk and think of everything that needs to get done. And I, and it's, it's going to be, I know it's going to be great. And it's going to be freeing. Yes. <laughs> my mind's going to well, be Well, you so text freeing. me after Tiffany, let me I know. I definitely will. I definitely <laughs> will. So how can people find you and take advantage of the services that you offer with your rhythmic home? Sure. So I bring a lot of free value on my social media pages. So my favorite place to hang out is Instagram. So you can find me there at Alexis T Greco and also on Facebook under the same name. And we have a free Facebook community where I am sharing tips like this and behind the scenes of how things are working for me and how I'm doing it all. So that is a great place to start for someone who is just thinking I'm intrigued. Show me a little bit more. You can go look at the tips that I've given. If you want to binge the IGTVs, the reels, whatever that looks like, it's all there for you. And then I always love to share. I am a real person. 
I put my pants on the same way you do. I'm it's me in the DMS. So if you have questions, if you just want to know, well, what about this? Or how do I do this? Just message me and we'll talk it out in the DMS who you are today. Like we're sitting here chatting. This is exactly who I find on Instagram when I get your swatch your stories and all that stuff. And so I really do enjoy following you. She really does give a lot of free value. You guys have got to follow her over, especially on Instagram, because you'll love it because you'll be able to improve little things here and there. And over time, you'll find that you develop your own rhythms for your home and your business. And so, yeah, definitely check out Alexis and all that she has to offer. And I hope that everyone is able to find a lot of value in this brain dump tip. Like if you take anything away today, just do that today. (laughs) Yes, I would agree. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciated chatting with you and just learning from you and you have, you have a gift truly of showing people how to develop rhythms for their home and their business. So keep doing what you're doing for sure. (laughs) Thank you, Tiffany. I appreciate it. I'd love to keep the conversation going and I'd love to get to know you better. Join our free community group, the Directly Different Collaborative, over on Facebook. There, you will find like-minded friends from the direct sales industry, and you'll be able to ask questions and get feedback on the things you need help with. You'll find a link to the group in the show notes. One more thing. If you know of a person in the direct sales industry that you look up to and admire, and you've always wanted to just ask them all the questions, I would love to chat with them. Shoot me an email with their name at directlydifferent at gmail.com, and they could be a future guest on the podcast. Thanks, guys.